Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today is a great October fall day. I live in the Midwest, and so fall is a really fun time of year because all of the leaves are changing, and it's starting to cool off a little bit and be all, you know, crispy and fun, and you get to break out, like, the layers. Summer is still my favorite, but this time of year, this fall time, ooh, 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 hand me a pumpkin spice latte, and I just, like, turn into a pumpkin. But anyways, let's dive into today's episode. We're going to be talking about this, you know, to get in the season, in the spooky season of Halloween and October and fall, we're going to be talking about the spooky, the creepy, the crawly, the Gucci curse. I love this. I made this up, of course. And the Gucci curse is when you have this negative resentment, negative energy towards wealth. And we're going to talk about what that looks like today. But here's the thing about the Gucci curse is that it can be totally, it can, it's silent. It's a silent killer. Okay. It's not a killer, but it's silent. It, it comes subconsciously. It shows up subconsciously. And what this can look like is as simple as you saying to your girl, your girlfriends about somebody else, oh my gosh, I cannot believe she bought that. Oh my God. Did you see what so-and-so just, the purse she just got? Or do you know how much so-and-so spent on that car? That is so excessive, you know, whatever. And here's the thing. It comes from this place of It can come from a lot of different places, but it can come from jealousy. It can come from resentment of they have this and I don't. It can come from this belief that being wealthy is greedy or wrong or weird or selfish or whatever it may be. But all of these beliefs that it's stemming from shows us in our actions that we have the Gucci curse of being resentful or weird or icky towards wealth. And here's the thing. Here's the bottom line that we're going to talk about today. When you are, fill in the blank, greedy, icky, weird, jealous, whatever, towards wealth, like if you think wealth is something negative, you will not be able to attract it easily. You will not be able to attract it easily. So we we mostly, like most of us say we want wealth, right? Like that's why you're here. You want to pay off debt. You want to get ahead with money. You want to grow your savings. You want to be wealthy, but it is so hard to attract wealth when subconsciously you are really having some weirdness 
about wealth and you can see that through these behaviors. So here's the thing. Stop talking shit about wealthy people. Stop dissing what other people are spending their money on or um, literally utilizing their wealth for. And a lot of times we validate this, you know? Have you ever done this? You're like, oh my God, I cannot believe that um, Rebecca bought that purse. And then to yourself, you're thinking like, I don't feel bad for saying that because like her parents like gave her money or she's like a trust fund baby or whatever. You validate why you're talking crap because, oh, well, they don't deserve it. That That's why. Okay, well then guess what? When you have that belief, when you start to become wealthy, you will have those feelings about yourself. You will start to think, I don't deserve this. I work with so many high-level, successful AF clients who are bringing in the dough and have these feelings come up where they're like, I don't deserve this. Or I feel like a fraud. Like, who am I to have this? And all these things. And it starts here. It starts where you are at right now today, whether you have a gazillion dollars in your bank account or whether you have negative $15 in your bank account. If you have these icky feelings towards wealth now, first of all, it's going to continue and it will spiral to become more. But also, you are literally blocking wealth. Imagine if it was like the guy you like or the girl that you like. And imagine if you, you know, Chad, let's say his name is, he comes over and you're like, Chad, you suck and you're annoying and you shouldn't do that and you shouldn't do this and why are you stupid and all these. If you were mean to Chad, would Chad want to hang out with you and date you and like pop the question and wife you up? No, Chad would be like, bye. Hello, goodbye. I don't want to be around you because you're mean. That is how wealth is. Okay. We either attract wealth. There's no in between. Like, here's the thing, you guys, there's no in between. We either are attracting wealth in our actions or we are repelling it. Okay. We're attracting it or we are repelling it. Yes. There's some neutral, but I do want you to focus on that. You're attracting it or repelling it. Which one are your actions doing? When you are um, hating on other people's wealth, talking about, oh, I can't believe she did that or spent that, that is repelling wealth from you in your life. And I'm telling you this not to make you feel bad, but so you can change it. Because how you speak, think, and feel about wealth, that is what decides if you repel it or attract it. And so that's why I want you to go through this. How do I talk about wealth? Am I constantly talking poorly about other people, especially wealthy people? Am I, and this can kind of go the other way too. Am I really making being, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, but am I making being broke Like, am I, what's a word I'm looking for? Like, am I really putting being broke on a pedestal? Like, oh my God, you guys, like, oh, I'm broke, broke, broke AF, like, oh, help me, I'm poor. Like, all these different goofy things that we say. If we're constantly saying those things and talking about being broke in a very, like, fun and happy and hilarious and um, positive way, 
and then we're talking about wealth in a negative way, which one are we attracting and which one are we repelling? Okay, so take a look at the things that you say because it's impacting your subconscious. It's impacting what you believe is possible for you. And when we can understand how we are thinking, feeling, and speaking about wealth, we can understand our beliefs around wealth. Because if you're talking crap about wealth, talking crap about people spending money, what are the beliefs behind that? Do you believe that they don't deserve it? Do you believe that they're using it poorly? Do you believe that they are wasting it? Because here's the thing. We, wealth, what they do with their money is not the definition of wealth. It's not the definition of rich. Okay? When you are rich, you get to decide what rich means. When you are wealthy, you get to decide what wealthy means. When you look at other people and say, I can't believe she spent that, that famous person. I can't believe she spent that on a house. And you say, And so you think negatively, stop thinking negatively. That's not what wealthy has to mean for you when you get wealthy. You can make it mean whatever you want, but think of wealth as a separate person. You can't just like love wealth when someone who's wealthy donates and then hate wealth when someone who is wealthy buys nice things. It's You have to just love wealth appreciate wealth, be grateful for wealth, feel positive about wealth. And then when you are wealthy, you get to decide what that means. Okay. So think about the opposite light of, I want to attract so much wealth because when I'm wealthy, I decide where the money goes. I choose where it goes. And because I know you're an awesome, amazing, like you have a big heart and you're going to change the world. I know that that money is going to go to a great place. So you want that money. Um, But I I have a tangible example for you when it comes to excessive spending and and talking badly about someone. So I like to do the mindset stuff and that should be enough. Okay. We should be able to get in here and look through all of this stuff and say, even if to me, Kylie Jenner is excessively spending when she buys a $12 million home, I am not going to talk crap about that. I'm not going to think poorly of that. I'm not going to feel icky around that because then that means I'm talking crap, feeling icky about wealth itself. Okay, that should be enough. And I want you to get there. I want you to get there so badly to where you're like, I just, I appreciate wealth and I want to attract more wealth. But if you're like, I'm super logical, it just, it seems so excessive, I can't get past it, then I have a good example for you. So back to Kylie Jenner, my girl, just kidding. <laughs> um, I I love talking about people that I don't know as like my, my bud, my pal, like, oh, my friends and I will always you know, we're talking like Taylor Swift is on the radio and we'll be like, did she text you back today? Like she like didn't text me back. That's so weird. She must be busy. You know, <laughs> I just like love talking about famous people as if we're best friends. And cause you know, someday we will be okay. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, back to Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner bought a $12 million home. Okay. A $12 million home. And her yearly income, her average yearly income is $170 million. So she brought, bought a $12 million home. Her average yearly income is $170 million. 
Okay, so her home was 7% of one year's income. Okay, 7% of one year's income, not her net worth, not what she has in savings, not what, just one year's income. Okay, 7%. And to put that into perspective, that would be like if you were making $50,000 this year, okay, per year you made $50,000. The equivalent of Kylie Jenner spending $12 million on a on a home for you would be if you had $50,000 and you strolled out of your office one day, let's, you know, you're at your, let's say you're an accountant, you stroll out of your accountant office, boop, 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 you're walking down the street and there it is right in front of you, your dream home. You're like, oh my gosh, it's perfect. I love it. I want it. And you go and look at the price tag on that home. And it is $3,500. $3,500. Not $350, whatever. No, $3,500. Would you buy it? Yes. Yes, because that's insane. That's crazy. That would literally never happen. Houses, especially not dream houses, are not $3,500. That's crazy. But... Now, let's take it a step further. Let's say you found this home. It's $3,500. You make $50,000 a year. Let's say you had $5,000 in savings. You literally wrote a check. You bought the $3,500 home. You're like, this is amazing. This is awesome. This isn't even going to impact my, my spending or my saving or my investing this year or my giving to charity. Like, this is amazing. This is so great. Then you go back to work the next day. And everyone at work is like, oh my gosh, did you hear that she went and spent 7% of her income on a house? Did you, did you know that she bought a home for $3,500? That's crazy. Like that's so much. Like that is ridiculous. Like I cannot believe she spent that. Like there, there are so many people less fortunate than her. Like why would she buy that? Like imagine that. Imagine that because if we can think of it as in relation to, because here's the thing, if you're making $50,000 and you had $3,500 extra dollars to spend on a house, that is so much wealth for some people in the world. Some people in the world will never experience that type of wealth ever. Like you are the one that's like crazy, insanely wealthy. They can't even fathom that. You are. So it's somebody else's perspective could look at you, but just the way you're looking at at Kylie, if we take it to a percentage, if we take it to the percentage of our income. So I just want to put that into perspective for you because excessive spending or talking about things negatively, purchases are negative, comes from a place of our perspective on wealth. And how that would be. We think about a $12 million home if we were to buy it. Wow, that seems like so much to us and to our income. But to her, it's only 7%. She can still donate big. She can still, you know, I don't know anything about Kylie Jenner's finances, but she has the opportunity to do that. So I want to put that into perspective because here's the thing. Let's get back to our main point. 
I want you to have massive wealth. I want you to attract all the wealth in the world that you desire. But you can't do that if you're negative or weird or icky about wealth. You can't do that. And so identify, again, the way you speak, think, and feel around wealth. Start getting excited about wealth. Start getting excited about um, everything surrounding wealth, about other people's purchases. Be excited for them. Be happy for them. And really increase your vibe, increase your vibration, increase your energy when it comes to wealth. Because here's the thing, that attracts more wealth in your life. That creates more wealth in your life and helps you create the life that you're dreaming of today. So I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, go subscribe and leave a comment. It means the absolute world to me. I love seeing you tag, screenshot, and share on um, and tag me on Instagram at deeper period than period money. I love to see it. All right. Well, I will see you next week's episode of the Deeper the Money Podcast.